This. Giving hope, walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith. What this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Declare it 
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Valacita. Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Wednesday to you. Same to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, it's Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Good morning. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Happy Wednesday to you, Sister Lisa. Good morning, Victory family. It's Sabrina. Good Everybody morning. have a blessed day. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Good morning. Wednesday. Thank you so much, and happy Wednesday to you, Sabrina. You have Thank a blessed you. day as well. Amen. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else just joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, please. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're fine. Go Good morning. Ahead. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Sorry about that. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning. My name Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you as well. God's got our back all the time. You have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Good morning, and Mother Leomia, I think I heard you trying to get in there and say good morning. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. You have a blessed day, babe. I love you. Love you, too. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank good you. morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Can you keep me in your prayers? Yes. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who who else would like to say good morning?
Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning, Salasita. Good to hear your voice. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm going on mute. Okay. Good morning, this is Mary. Good morning, Mary. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you, you too. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, sister. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, this is Patsy. Good morning, Patsy. Happy Wednesday to you. Same to you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else would like to say good morning? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Stay with us for the last week of June, where our declarer's topic has been entitled Self-Control and Discipline. Their powerful teachings teachings are on how yielding to the fruit of self-control will empower you to live a disciplined, God-ordained life. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign. I declare victory now. 
We pray many blessings from our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have one spoken prayer request, and that's from Susie, and she's just asking for us to continue to pray for her. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Raven. Declaration will be brought by Dion. And then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Raven. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is from Proverbs chapter 29, verse 15. The rod and reproof give wisdom. But a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Raven. Have a blessed day. Father, we thank you this morning. <clears throat> we acknowledge you this morning. We acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge uh, who you are to us. We acknowledge you for your heart and not just your hand. And so we say thank you uh, for just your presence in our lives. We say thank you for being who you are to us. We say thank you for being our provider. We say thank you for being our healer. We acknowledge you for being our protector. We acknowledge you for being our banner. We acknowledge you for being Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi. We thank you for just who you have been as a representative in our lives. We thank you for your spirit that you have assigned um, to the earth to guide, nurture, lead um, us through our our different walks of life. We thank you for your protection um, that has covered and shielded us throughout the days of our lives from danger seen and unseen. We thank you that your hand has remained, remained rested over us, God, um, and that as we travel, um, we can count on your hand to be uh, the covering that we need to make it to and from our destinations. Father, we thank you that everywhere we go, you uh, you arrive with us and you arrive before us um, and guide us uh, throughout our days. God, we thank you for the ability to come before you now in prayer and humility um, and that we're able to come before you and lay our issues down, lay our concerns down, lay our problems down. excuse me, lay our burdens down before you. And we understand that there's nothing too hard for you. Everything that we experience, everything that we face is God ordained um, so that we can learn to give you all the glory, honor, and the praise so that we can learn to perfect our faith in you so that we can learn to perfect our trust in you. God, we say yes to your will. We say yes to your way. We thank you for sending Jesus on the cross to die for our sins. We thank you that we have a second opportunity at life We thank you that Adam and Eve didn't ruin the opportunity for grace, and we thank you that we yet have grace, and as we rest in the arms of mercy, we still have an opportunity for grace, and so we thank you that your arms are outstretched toward us, and that even when we reject you, you still call us toward you, and you still draw us nearer to you, God, that we may get to know you in a better way, that everything that we experience will draw us closer to you. We thank you that everything that we go through will lead us straight to the cross. And so we thank you that you've never left us nor forsaken us. We thank you that your word has followed us, your word has led us, and that your word has been a lamp unto our feet. God, we thank you that every direction that we've gone, even the the directions that seem like they have been, uh, they have led us 
down pathways of destruction. You've been there to uh, veer us right back onto the pathway that you initially set out for us, God. And we thank you that um, your presence uh, is in your presence. There's fullness of joy, God. And we just say, God, thank you. We just want to thank you, God. We want to thank you before we ask you for anything because we want to acknowledge uh, the giver and the, the provider that we have in our lives. And God, we thank you for being the ultimate God. We thank you that <clears throat> there is no failure in you. We thank you that uh, you hold death, hell, and the grave in the palm of your hand. And so, Father, we acknowledge you for that. We acknowledge you uh, for your sovereignty. We acknowledge you for the ability to speak your name in public, uh, where in third world countries, uh, they have not the ability to say your name loudly. They have not the ability to pray in public. They have not the ability to profess their love and affections toward you. But here, God, we have the ability, yet we sometimes still fail to call on your name. We sometimes fail to entreat you. We sometimes fail to kneel before you. We sometimes fail to bring humility before you and take up your cross and follow you, God. We just thank you for the ability to put our feelings aside, the ability to put uh, our problems aside and to just acknowledge you in this space, in this moment, in this opportunity. And so, Father, we thank you. God, we, we say yes to your word. We say yes to your way. We say yes to everything that you have assigned to our lives, the things that are uncomfortable that we experience, the things that are uncomfortable that we go through. God, we can go through them with you. We can grab your hand and we can hold on to you and we can say, for God I live and for God I die. And blessed be the name of the Lord for the things that I go through, I will triumph. The things that I go through will bring victory into my life through Jesus Christ. The things that I go through will become a testament and a testimony of God's goodness, God's grace, and God's mercy and his everlasting favor and kindness. Father, we thank you for um, our children. We thank you for our marriages. We thank you for all of our platonic relationships. We thank you for our various families. We thank you for every person on this call. God, I say yes to your will for each of our lives. The things that we have encountered um, that we are we are uncertain about how to navigate through, God, you've already given us the, the resources and the tools to navigate through these things with your uh, with your guidance. And so, God, we thank you for your instruction. We thank you for your word that has continued to uh, be the instruction and the guide through our lives. And, God, we say, yes, God. We honor you, God. We declare your word over our lives. We speak divine favor, protection over our lives, over our children's lives, over our marriages, um, God, over our jobs. God, we know we're not perfect. We make poor decisions sometimes, but you still don't take your hand off of us. And so we acknowledge you for that. We thank you that even when we don't get it right, you're always right. God, we can come to you and we can say, God, I, I got it wrong, but God, I'll still trust you. And you'll continue to give us the instruction that we need to go through life. God, we thank you for Susie. We thank you for um, her, her, her presence on this call. And we thank you for the boldness that she has to declare a need for prayer. And so God, we ask that you would go uh, in her life, in her situation, whatever it is, uh, that she needs of listening in whatever she needs you to solve in her life, God, you've already done it. And we're declaring right now that she will begin to see the fruit of your, uh, your work in her life, that she will begin to see the manifestation of things that you've already put and set in place, but that she will begin to walk in it and she will begin to accept it and she will begin to gravitate toward it. God, we thank you for the word discipline today. We thank you for self-discipline. We thank you for the ability to 
to discipline our bodies and our minds and our spirits and yield to your word, God. We are nothing without you, and without you, we'll never be anything. And so we acknowledge you because you are the God who's blessed us. You're the God who's uh, saved us. You're the God who's delivered us from all of our sins, knowingly and unknowingly, God, you have continued to guide us and you continue to be present in every situation. God, we just say yes to your will. We say yes to your way. Even in moments where we've been disobedient, where we've uh, shielded ourselves from your word, where we've hidden ourselves and we've covered ourselves, God, you've uncovered us and you've exposed us even in our thoughts in order to perfect us in you. And so we say, yes, God, we thank you. We honor you. We bless you. We give all deference to your name because you're worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the setting of the name, the same, the name of the Lord shall always be praised. God, you said, if we don't cry out, you'll have the rocks cry out. So we cry out unto you today, God. We say, Father, our hands are outstretched, God. They're stretched towards you to your kingdom. Oh, God, as we draw to you, you'll draw to us. God, you said whatever we uh, release on earth will be released in heaven. And whatever will we, we bind in earth will be bound in heaven. And so, Father, we thank you for the ability to access and unlock and unleash and unload the things in the spirit, God, so that we have access to the things that you've provided for us in the spirit realm, God. We thank you that we have access to them on the earthly side, God. We thank you that you have covered us, you have shielded us, and you have protected us from things that we have invited into our lives unknowingly, things that we have invited into our lives from situations that we've involved ourselves in, and situations that we've gotten ourselves into, and we didn't know a way out, but God, you provided a way of escape. And we say thank you for that, Father. We acknowledge you that we have the ability to come to you uh, in humility to say, Father, we're sorry. We're sorry that we've forgotten about you. We're sorry that we've laid your word to, to the wayside. We're sorry that we've casted our hope in you aside. We're sorry that we've depended more on ourselves and more on each other than we have on you and your word. Oh, Father, we ask that you would forgive us for not uh, and not um, arriving to a point of discipline and that it being a lifestyle of choice, God, but that we've remained in selfish behavior, selfish acts that would only serve ourselves. But Father, you've already forgiven us and we thank you for it. And we thank you for these kind reminders that you've that you've shown us this morning, even today, God, with a, the ability to wake up and smell, the ability to wake up and walk, the ability to move our hands. We've taken those things for granted, but God, we say thank you for the ability to do these things that we so, so, so easily take for granted. There are some people that didn't wake up this morning, but those of us who are on this call, we are here, we are present by your grace and by your mercy, your hand is yet upon us. And so for that, we acknowledge you. And so, God, as we take this time to acknowledge you in prayer, we ask that you would touch those uh, who uh, have not spoken uh, prayer requests, the unspoken prayer requests. God, go through the minds and the hearts and the spirits and the souls of your children and your people. God, when we ask that you would navigate through uh, their disappointments, God, uplift them, speak to their hearts, touch their minds, touch their situations, touch everything that they believe is unfixable. And even as those who are coming on the call continue to mute so that we don't disturb the integrity of the call, we ask that you would touch them as well, God. You know their needs, God. You know that this is not just a moment of prayer, but it is a moment of impartation. It is a moment where we are subject to your word, that we become uh, a soil that our, 
um, being subject to planting seeds, um, that you will begin to manifest new words in our lives. You will begin to manifest new visions, new dreams in our lives, that we will begin to see the fruit of our labor, the labor that you've allowed us to endure over the years. God, we thank you for your direction. God, we thank you for your peace. We thank you for the hope and the love and the fruit of the spirit that you've allowed us to have access to. God, we thank you for your hand. We thank you for your outstretched hand. God, even when we draw our hands back, you still come toward us and say, come to me. Those who are heavy laden, come to me. My yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Everything that you experience, I go through it with you. And so, Father, we thank you for going through the experiences with us, that we're not alone, that we have a Father that cares enough about us to go through the things, the trials, the problems, uh, the experiences with us. We are not alone, even in times where we feel like we're alone, even in times where we feel like we have nobody around us who understands. Father, you understand. You said in your word that you understand, that there's nothing that you don't endure with us. There's nothing that you haven't assigned to our lives, that you haven't found yourself right in the middle of the fire with us. Oh God, you've shielded us from being burned in the fire. Oh God, we thank you that your presence, in your presence, there's fullness of joy. So in this moment, that your presence reaps in through our souls, God, we thank you that we have the benefit of resting in you even in this moment. Even if there was a moment before this call that we were, un we had, we had faith that was shaken, God. We, we, we rest right now in unshakable faith because we've calling it forth, God, through your spirit, God. We thank you that your presence is water. We thank you that we have a nurture in you, God. We thank you that we are in you. We have everything that we need. And so, God, as we take our phones off mute and begin to declare together in unity with a, a triumphant sound, God, we ask that you would dwell among us thank even you, now, Jesus. God. God, we thank call you, on your spirit. Hallelujah. We thank you for your presence. Thank you. 
You have a responsibility to yield to uh, the discipline that God is, um, has instructed you to, to follow. Um, yet his favor will strengthen you if you begin to um, confess to him uh, your lack, confess to him um, your decision to not follow his instruction and not to yield, the decision to not yield to discipline. And so God is asking um, that we respond to his voice um, and his instruction um, so that his hand will remain um, on us. And for a sake of reference, um, when you have time later, feel free to read uh, Ezekiel 37 um, for, for a sake of reference. Um, and now I'm going to go ahead and pass the call to Dion. Amen, amen, and amen again. God be praised for the things that he continues to do. Um, God be praised even for your obedience and sharing that word, Ray. Thank you for um, listening to the voice of God and releasing that truth. Happy Wednesday. It is Wait While You Wait Wednesday. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. It is always an honor. It is always a pleasure um, to be able to share with you on these Wednesdays. I look forward to them. They keep me um, in God's face consistently uh, concerning what he is saying to the body of Christ at large. Thank you, Valuable, uh, for always being so gracious, um, for always being so consistent, for your faithfulness, um, for your servant's heart, for your gentle and meek spirit. I thank you, uh, Raven. Thank you for uh, even taking the time to saturate yourself in prayer prior to us praying this morning. And to you, my siblings in the faith, God bless you all this morning. I want to extend the invitation for all that can and will to join us on our weekly fast. It is another uh, perfect picture of um, self-discipline. It is another perfect picture of self-control and managing our lives to the tune of experiencing impartation, experiencing manifestation in our character, in our thought process life, in our emotional well-being, um, spiritually and physically. It is good uh, when we push back our plate. Uh, it is good for our metabolism. It is good for our blood and our nervous system. It is good for um, our neuro system. It is just good when we fast. And so um, if you've never done so before, uh, for most of us, we've had a doctor's appointment even as uh, young people wherein we have to fast so that our, our numbers, our rates are um, in alignment with what they're supposed to be prior to. So, uh, you know, some people, I'm going I'm to say it like this, like I hear it, some people are just lazy, don't want to be bothered and, and get it. But we also get uh, the advantage of seeing the fruit of that laziness when when we don't participate. And I'm not saying even do it with us. But there ought to always be a time, the Bible says, that it is good when we fast and pray, which means that they are married. They go hand in hand. So I just want to invite you um, to that sacrifice. I want to invite you to that layer of discipline. Um, we all know that there are levels to this. For most of us, we don't necessarily experience the hand of God because we are not willing 
to do the work. So that being said, we fast every Wednesday from the time we start the call until 5 p.m. And I promise it's not that detrimental. It is more mental than it is physical. Many of us may not eat until 5 o'clock and kind of forget that we didn't eat. But it's something about when you direct your prayers, when you direct your um, thought process or conscious or subconscious mind to make a sacrifice for the greater good of yourself, fasting is for you. It is not for God. It is something, an instrument that he gives us, a tool that he gives us so that we have the ability um, to mature in our faith, mature in our walk, mature in our disciplines, just so that we can experience, quote unquote, the fullness that he promised us. So again, you are invited. We have had a rich month. We have had the opportunity to hear um, so many different, very instrumental things. Natasha on Monday, Angela D. Holmes on yesterday, and now myself today, as we prepare to walk in to the month of purpose, uh, just doing day-to-day uh, -day life for me, so many people, young and old, um, don't necessarily know how to walk into purpose, what their purpose is. And the reality is it's lying dormant down on the inside of you. But some of these preceding steps, like getting to a place where fasting is just a part of your life. I'm sure you guys have heard this phrase all month. Every time somebody has, has shared, not every time, but um, many of the times as we've been sharing, you've heard the phrase, learning how to live a fasted life, right? And it, it doesn't mean that you do everything perfect. It doesn't mean that you get this thing down to a science overnight. That would be an unrealistic expectation. But what I can tell you is that self-discipline, self-control um, really cooperate with walking you into purpose, Right, we went through a series of deliverance. We've had so many really rich teachings, and for those of you that may be newer to the call, um, I'd always extend the invitation to you or invite you to ddsharice.com, declarevictory.org, uh, declarevictory.blog to go back into the history of the call. Um, as as what I've begun to notice is. God gives us these steps, um, and they're very strategic. It's like, um, and keep in mind, these all these themes were given to me October of 2020. I didn't know what was coming down the pike. I didn't understand um, that he gives us these steps immeasurably so that um, they kind of cooperate and they, they work together with a collective agenda it's it's really um pretty dope in january we went through uh the idea of seed time and harvest and i promise i'm going to get to self-control and discipline in just a moment but we went through seed time and harvest um for many of us um depending on where you are in your faith walk what I'll say and what has been my experience, I've had to, um, under the unction of the Holy Spirit, I've had to sow seed 
in places and in some instances the return didn't come from the place that I sold it um, it came in another area of my life for some of you um, you have not disciplined yourself to sow you've not disciplined yourself to give um, you have postured yourself to always be on the receiving end which lends to a very minuscule harvest Right, the, the second month, which was February, we talked about the Holy Spirit. Uh, for many of you, you've not built a relationship or a rapport with Holy Spirit. Your um, existence is predicated on um, your church experiences or somebody else's relational idea of having kinship or relationship or partnership or agreement with Holy Spirit. Um, from the seed time at harvest, you get the, the mindset or the idea of the fact that there are laws, principles, and precepts that work 24 hours a day, seven days a week that have to happen. The more you give, the more you are postured or have capacity to receive. When dealing with Holy Spirit, the closer walk you gain with him, uh, the greater revelation, the deeper understanding. And then in March, we went to identity. We know without a shadow of a doubt that building relationship and rapport with Holy Spirit walks you directly in to understanding that you are a son of God. There's a, a level of discipline. There's a level of self-control that you gain and garner when walking with the Holy Spirit. That clarity, that understanding, that interpretation then walks you into identity. You start pulling off false identity. You start pulling off religious epithet. You start moving in uh, to a greater revelation of who you are according to what is written of you. Being in identity starts to shift your mindset, which is what we talked about in April. Your mind begins to gravitate to truth consistently. There's this automatic check that tends to happen when you start getting clarity and identity. There's this automatic thing that starts to send uh, some type of neurons from here to there that, that suggests, mm, maybe that's inaccurate. Maybe that's not a mind that I need to have. Maybe that's a bad way of thinking, a bad way of creating dialogue, perhaps and potentially I'm a little bit thrown off in this area. Notice how they all um, walk from one place to the next. And then in the month of uh, uh, May, we walked into deliverance. Many people consider deliverance uh, vomiting and kicking and shaking, but the truth is the freer you get, uh, uh, well, I, let me start with this. The closer you get connected to the Holy Spirit, the more you walk into identity. The more you walk into identity, the freer your mindset, get, mindset gets. The more your mindset is liberated, the closer you get to operating and living from a place of deliverance. And now here we are at self-control because once you get delivered, you've got to have and maintain specific behaviors, specific ideas, specific laws, principles, and precepts 
begin to work in your life to keep you cohesive uh, with that original idea, that seed time and harvest, keeping in mind that Jesus was the seed that was planted for our freedom. The manifestation is being joint heirs with him. The manifestation or the fruit of that uh, seed being planted is we have an opportunity uh, to walk in the newness of life through salvation, through our yes to God, through our agreement with Holy Spirit, through our revelation and or identity, through the shifting or uh, let this mind be in you, hallelujah, that is also in Christ Jesus, be transformed by renewing of your mind, then you start to recognize that deliverance, hallelujah, is the children's bread, right? And so now here we are at self-control in an effort to walk into operating fully in purpose, right? After a while, you get to a specific place where you understand that if that does not agree with who I am called to be in the earth for such a time as this, if this this relationship, this conversation, this connection, this uh, uh, place of worship even, so many different things as you start to walk into freedom in Christ, uh, you start to realize that you've put so many different vices and things in place to keep yourself safe, to keep the idea of what you had in mind uh, in perfect pitch, right? But as time goes on and self-control becomes a, a way of life, uh, uh, a way of behaving, a way of operating, uh, you start to change your mind about how you see yourself. Holy Spirit brought this to my mind as I go into uh, the actual teaching with regard to discipline and self-control. Proverbs, the 22nd chapter. Proverbs 22 uh, and I'm going to read it in uh, the NLT version. Uh, and it's 22 and 1. Choose a good reputation over great riches. <clears throat> Being held in high esteem is better than silver and gold. Right? That's Proverbs 22 and 1. And when I think about it, um, as as I am growing, as I am becoming, I always say am uh, because this thing happens on a continuum. Self-control and discipline, um, really more than anything, it has everything to do with your thought process life. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, right? What you gauge in your mind, what you glimpse in your mind, the ideas, the revelations, the understanding, um, the wit that you have mentally, we experience externally, right? I, I, I shared a, a post the other day. It says you don't, you don't get what you want. You get what you believe you deserve, right? Uh, we think sometimes so poorly of ourselves. We always prepare ourselves for trauma and drama and mishap and mayhem. Um, but what if it is that you learned how to be consistent in your thought life? What if you decided that you would agree with what is written of you and begin to expect uh, 
only the best things? What if money was no object, if there was nothing that was keeping you from living uh, externally what you daydream about internally, that you disqualify yourself little by little, day by day, moment by moment? It's, it's not necessarily about, quote unquote, finances, but we know that kingdom efforts, kingdom exploits cannot be done without a seed time and harvest. We know that we won't be able to advance any kingdom agendas, any kingdom objectives without having liquidity, without having the resources, the tools, the relationships, the connections necessary that lead to open doors or segues of um excess so that we can impact the nations. Self-control and discipline have much to do even with how we present ourselves, uh, what people see when they experience us, how we show up. Learning how to be consistent, you know how we have those moments where, okay, uh, I'm, I'm going to use a diet, I'm going to use food, I'm going to use food, and then I'm going to deal with like a budget, right? So so we have set in our minds that we are going to lose 20 pounds, right? And it sounds good when we talk about it. Uh, you know, you go to the doctor and you get your blood work done and your A1C is too high. You looking like you're going to have to take metformin and something else to balance you out. Listen, I know somebody on the other end of this phone can hear me. Or you go to the doctor and they, they tell you you are borderline obese because you've not disciplined yourself with regard to sodas, cupcakes, uh, ding-dongs, ho-hos, uh, uh, whatever it is that is your uh, sugar drug of choice. Right, or your food, your comfort food, your you know, all these different things. And I'm I'm talking to me. I'm not talking about y'all. This is this is me. You have in your mind, okay, I'm gonna take my vitamins, I'm gonna drink more water, I'm gonna go to the gym at least three days a week. Honey, and it's in your mind. Good. You got it set up in your thought process. But uh, something happens in the interim, and so you'll do it for maybe about a week. You'll be disciplined enough to, to get up and put your tennis shoes on, and even if you don't do nothing but walk around the block, two or three times you make that effort. Or when you go to the restaurant, you start looking more at the uh, plates that are passing as opposed to the options that you know would serve your ultimate goal better. I'm going to give you all scripture in a minute, I promise. Uh, but But what happens is, our eyes, which are the gate to our uh, uh, stomach, they're the gate to the things we fuel and feed our minds. You catch this good old plate uh, of, of oxtails and rice and gravy and greens and cornbread pass when you know you need to eat a salad. <laughs> You know, listen, this is me, you need to get broccoli instead of getting uh, that, that pasta dish that's going to turn straight into sugar. You know, without a shadow of a doubt, that all that cheese is horrible for your cholesterol and you trying to figure out why your clothes getting tighter and tighter. Well, you know why, because you've not developed self-discipline or self-control in that particular area. And you might do good for a week. You might even do good for two weeks. Oh, but let that 16th day come around uh, where everybody is going to the thing and it's buffet style and everything that's your favorite they got. Have you ever noticed, even today, me talking about food on a fast day, 
Today is a day that we have set aside. And even with me talking about what I'm talking about, I have made a decision because I need too much from God to not be able to tame my flesh. Right. I got I got things going on. My life is shifting and changing. I got all these massive things going on in my life that are new. Right. They are being introduced to my system. They're being introduced to my environment. And I have to be mindful 24 hours a day, seven days a week that next month we're talking about purpose. Anything that pulls me out of agreement with my purpose is an enemy to my soul. Right? Anything. I don't care what it is. It means that I have to be clear. I'm working now, so my schedule is hectic. I have to choose wisely how I spend my time. I have to be very intentional about setting my calendar um, because if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. We have to cultivate a lifestyle that exudes, that exemplifies, that agrees with where we believe we are going. We're talking about self-control and discipline right now because we're going to get to purpose, and purpose will require a different level of focus. Purpose will require a different level, a greater revelation, a deeper understanding of the fact that somebody somewhere is waiting on you to show up in your clearest of forms. Right? To show up in your most dedicated, most honorable place and not for anybody else. Listen, self control and discipline is for you, the outcome is for others. Self control and discipline are something you have to have an appetite for. Nobody can tell you, ain't nobody with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No, don't eat that, Dion. No, don't go there, Dion. A very unfortunate series of circumstances that happened uh, with me, with with somebody that I love very dearly. I I, I just say it how I'm going to say it. And it it was um, an exposure. It was a clarification. It was a, a moment of a different revelation of what outside of what I had in mind. It was disappointing um, and in some sorts frustrating. And in that moment, see, y'all, y'all don't know my past lives. Um, I would have flashed because, like, for real? <laughs> Seriously? Okay, but I understand that I'm getting closer and closer to my purposed assignments. I'm getting closer and closer to those moments that God has predestined me for, that in my character, I have to have a good reputation. In my persona, uh, I I don't want to operate from a place of persona. I want to operate from a place of authenticity. It takes different levels consistently of self-control and discipline. I, I can't be on a diet on Tuesday and then on Thursday I'm eating a German chocolate cake if Tanya makes it because that's just rude. Uh, She shouldn't make one anytime soon (laughs) because I have a tendency to hoard and hide it. But I'm saying this to say I had to make an active decision based on that relationship in February or March that I built with Holy Spirit that says, Dion, not only can you not say anything, you can't defend yourself. You can't even talk about it. Let that go and move along, right? The old Dion would have said, no, I'm going to get them together. I'm going to make sure they clear uh, about the fact that not only are you out of pocket, but I'm, I'm, 
I'm thrown off by your character. I'm thrown off by the nature of, of how you're showing up right now. I'm thrown, I'm confused. I don't get it. Um, but that's not my place. I love Holy Spirit and having relationship with him and being disciplined enough in that relationship um, and clear enough in my thought process, as I know without a shadow of a doubt, that I hear him clear enough to obey him. Right. You have to get to a place where you understand that uh, uh, he is Jehovah Nisi. He is the defender of all things. Self-control and discipline make you uh, walk away from what would be an argument or a disagreement or some discontentment. Self-control, uh, uh, self-discipline and uh, self-control will have you uh, be quiet in moments where you have all right to say something that is contending. You have all according even to legal stuff. You could Legal ramifications, you could actually move around. But learning how to live from self-control and discipline consistently is key. It's not enough to be good at it for a minute. Not if you're going to walk into purpose. Not if you're going to occupy that which God actually sent you into this earth do. You have to gain and garner a level of consistency in operating from discipline and self-control. So so let me let me do this and she's gonna climb under a table. It's cool. I don't I don't really care. Um I'm I'm gonna say this because when we think about being disciplined or being self-controlled or being um operating and, and I know I've I've said this several times during this month because even in our relationship building, our relationship nurturing, our relationship attractions, um, they should all be in areas where you have somebody that is stronger in certain areas than you, right? You you got to surround yourself with people who have already mastered what you struggle with, right? So um, you heard me say just a moment ago, because now I'm working, because now um, there there are new sets of circumstances in my life, I have to be mindful of my time, right? In order to maintain a healthy balance spiritually, in order to maintain a, a a healthy work epithet in order to maintain and manage um, even how I spend my money or what what I'm doing with my time as it relates to future efforts or future um, exploits. I have to be uh, very uh, cognizant of my calendar, okay? Um, what does that mean? That means that I, if it's not on my calendar, um, I don't do it. I have been um, in a certain space for a really long time, so people have a tendency to think that they can call me at any time of night, talk about business, talk about church. Now, don't get me wrong. If there's ever an emergency, I'm always unavailable. Um, but sometimes what people uh, – uh, hmm, how do I say this and, and it not sound crass? I have to be mindful of even turning my ringer off at a certain time so that I manage and maintain balance, that takes self-control, right? That takes a different level of discipline. Um, and, and that's not an easy habit uh, to produce when you are accustomed to being able to uh, fix this or help this or help that. Even with my children, there's a level of discipline that I have to have because they're men now. 
right? I'm I'm always gonna be mama, and some things I'm I'm gonna always have a hand in to a certain degree. But even as a single parent, um, we have a tendency to overcompensate and find ourselves interfering with what God is trying to do in the lives of the people that we love. Right, so I have to manage and maintain my calendar. If I had not had um, the relationship with Tanya, that probably wouldn't be um, something that I'd be strong in today. Today, I have a conversation. The first thing I do is check my calendar because if it doesn't align with my calendar, it's probably not going to be a fit. And what you then end up doing is overcompensating, right? You not only overcompensate, and I promise I'm going to get to Scripture in a minute, promise, promise. You overcompensate, um, and now you live in false identity. Now you live in the people, please. No, not, I'm not doing that. If it's not on my calendar, this is for me because I guard my purpose. My life has to be disciplined. I, there are certain things I can and cannot do. I, I can't take phone calls all times of night to talk about uh depression and anxiety. I'm going to put you right back to God because I'm not him, right? And so so what what do we do to develop um, a level of consistency and discipline, right? In, in order to live a, a disciplined life consistently, you have to put things in, right? So for some of us, um, we are poor financial stewards. You need to make a plan to have a budget. You need to follow the budget to a letter, right? We talk about seed, time, and harvest. When you plant good things, the harvest is sure to manifest. It may not come back where you planted it, but it is guaranteed to come back. But without setting those boundaries, without setting those guidelines, um, chances are you just do it whimsically and you don't have anything to measure, so you don't to celebrate. You don't have any small triumphs to congratulate yourself on, even to build a, a greater nest egg, right? You got to know what you have in order to see wrong. That's really important. Uh, set, setting small benchmarks or small objectives to get to a place of favorable outcomes, right? So I don't set goals because they end. I create objectives so that I have something to measure consistently, right? So when it comes to even managing and maintaining my physical weight, I pay attention to what I eat. If I know that I overcompensated this day, it's a lifestyle change. It is about making sure that I eat the right things, that I'm not putting bad things into my body because when I do, I don't think clear. The more sugar and sweets I eat, um, the more imagination, honey. Sometimes I say lofty things when, when in fact, if I just keep this consistently, if I just go steadfastly at this one thing, by the time it's all said and done, I see the outcome that I expect. When it comes to relationships, there are certain relationships that you must, that you need to manage and maintain, not just for you, but for them. 
Like so I have very specific friends. We we may go two, three months without hanging out, but we make sure that we calendar, we set ahead, we schedule and clear our books because we need one another to grow. Right? We take that time to, to connect and to get updates and see where are you with this and where are you with that. Right? We have those those uh, moments where we make sure that all is well. Right, so I may not talk to a friend or two for a length of days. Tanya and I don't talk every day. We talk when we talk. Um, but it is important if I don't hear from her for a little while, I need to hear her voice to check in. There's a discipline that you have when you are building stuff. In business, um, I have to check this account. I have to check that status, right? So let me give you some just some words with regard to being consistent in building new disciplines. It takes 21 days statistically um, to build a habit, but it takes 38 days to cement it. That means initially, um, even with regard to mindset momentum, some of the things that we do are habit building, they're habit forming, they're new relationship development. It's different ideas or understanding of actually looking at the things you have in your hand consistently so they never get away from you. Right. So the word consistency, and I talked about this on yesterday, but I know that without consistency and discipline, without consistency and self-control, um, you have these small surges, these ebbs and flows. And, and chances are, depending on how uncommitted you are, how inconsistent you are, um, you have more ebbs than you have flows. So the word consistency itself means agreement or harmony of parts or features to one another or a whole. It is our responsibility to operate in harmony of conduct and practice with our profession and our expression. Degrees of firmness or density, um, resistance or momentum, the separation of uh, the separation of constituent particles, right? So we we have a responsibility to keep things cohesive in our lives in an effort to experience um, the greatest outcome. It means that we are consistently operating from this place with the expectation of the outcome, the expectation of a greater result. So 1 Corinthians 58, therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain, enabled to be moved. When you are developing um, any type of discipline, it has to be a sure footing. You have to make an active decision. Okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm not doing anything different. Even when I start a new like vitamin regimen. I set a timer in my phone that says at at 7:15 a.m. you take this set of this series of vitamins, you drink 8 ounces of water, right? I set that alarm in my phone intentionally because I get busy. I get sidetracked. 
goal is to be consistent in that discipline, consistent in that level of self-control. Um, I set a timer in my phone because what I know for me and weight management, and now that I'm older, I have to be consistent of my metabolism. So I set a timer in my phone that says, eat a small portion now. Uh, then I set a timer in my phone that says, okay, walk for 15 minutes or do some seated weightlifting, right? I set a timer in my phone in an effort to be consistent because I need to develop the habit. People are a culmination of their habits. I can tell who a person is by the habits I watch them operate in. Okay, all right, um, <clears throat> James 1 and 4, and let steadfastness, steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing, right? The quality of being resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering, that's what steadfastness. So discipline and self-control, you get to a place where you steady with it. You get to a place where there, there are times every single day, this, this phone call, whether or not you understand, is building a level of discipline and self-control in you. You wake up, and you, I'm sure you have those those mornings where you say, honey, I'm not calling in there. I'm not being bothered with none of that. I don't feel like hearing so-and-so and such-and-such. And such. Well, for nine years, for, for the first five of them, seven days a week, I got up at 5 a.m. to go to deal with my watch, sometimes four, um, and my watch is dedicated to intercession. I initially... I needed an alarm, right? When I first started feeling the pull to discipline myself to pray for others, not myself, to pray for the nations, not myself, I needed an alarm, right? And I mean, some days me and God would argue, I mean, just adamantly. I'm not a God. Listen, can't somebody else do this? This is stupid. I got to get up every day at four o'clock in the morning to pray for people who don't even like me, to pray for uh, people I may never meet in my life. And the Holy Spirit said, absolutely, that's your job. Right? Today, I don't need an alarm to get up. Right Today, my watch is set because of the discipline that preceded it, because of the self-control where I don't feel it's cold. I need to turn the heater on first, Jesus. Oh, this good bed feels warm. There's a scripture about that in the word. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's in Proverbs somewhere, somewhere for me, um, where it says your, your pillow comforts you. I think it's phrased almost exactly like that. Somebody that's a Bible scholar, Lisa, Rochelle, Christina, somebody, send me that. Right? So I had to get to a place where it didn't matter how warm my bed was, how comfortable um, this two heating blankets that I'd be having on my bed, both on, um, didn't matter how comfortable those two heating blankets made me feel. I understood that the mandate was greater than my comfort. That takes discipline. That takes self-control. But for not the last nine years, every day before 6 a.m., my responsibility is to cover whoever it is that's praying. Now, um, Today, it's a little bit more lax because of the structure, because it doesn't require me. 
what you notice about living from, operating, moving in self-control consistently is what it does is it establishes some things, right? It makes sure some things are cemented, not just in your subconscious mind or subconscious mindset, but in everything that you are and everything that you do, right? Um, <laughs> Sabrina, you silly. Um, you, you get to a point where you understand that all these small habits lead to to larger outcomes, right? So we're not talking about self-control and discipline uh, based on your weight. We're not talking about self-control and discipline based even on your uh, uh, your financial outcomes. We're talking about leading to purpose. There's a level of preparation that God will allow you to experience and or go through in an effort to get to a whole different dimension, a whole different quality of life. There are things I had to unlearn that comes from self-control. There are things I had to uh, shift in my heart, shift in my thought process, shift in my expression so that I could experience that fullness of joy that God is talking about, that comes from small discipline implementation, one thing at a time. So I'm going to say this to a close. Um, you, you have to get to a point where consistency or steadfastness is not only your portion, but it is your appetite, right? Steadfast and unmovable. I want to consistently operate in kingdom principle so that I can expect kingdom outcomes. Kingdom outcomes and world system outcomes are totally different. The world system, you may have enough. You may even have excess, but it never goes into purpose, right? It goes into the things of the selfish nature or the selfish man. There are certain things God does to break that old nature, to break that old character, but it takes a consistency. It takes a steadfastness. It takes being immovable in the things of kingdom pursuit in order for you to experience it in the full. I don't know about y'all, but if I'm sitting at a spread table um, and all of my favorite things are there, um, but I choose to eat granola instead, is that not my fault, right? If you see all of the things that, that are for you, all the things that uh, you crave and desire, even if you see a, a million dollars in a vault that has your name on it, uh, but then you see another table with $5 on it, you'd be like, no, nah, I'm going to just take this $5. I'm going to pass on the million. That's slow, honey. <laughs> That's a mental health condition. If God has fullness of joy for us, and all we have to do is consistently operate from a place of self-control and discipline in order to have the million dollars. And the unfortunate part is 90% of the time we choose the table with $15 because we're not willing to do the work to experience the million. So this morning, I want to invite you up in maturity. I want to invite you to start setting some alarms concerning even your thought life. Maybe you need to set an alarm to say thank you, right? Maybe you need to spend some time in gratitude, 
That's a seed planted. There's a harvest that's going to come. That invites Holy Spirit into your business. That starts to shift your mindset. That starts to walk you into living a disciplined, self-controlled life. Well, like to be married. All right, we'll do the disciplined things that need to be done in order to be a wife, like clean your house, like learn how to cook, like make sure your hygiene is on point. Take good care of yourself. Going on dates with yourself. Take yourself to dinner. Buy yourself some flowers, right? That's a level of discipline. That's a level of self-control. Stop settling for maybe. Stop settling for mediocrity, right? Make active decisions that you want the fruit that's produced to be based on the seeds that you planted. Well, Dion, I'm a... uh, I'm a loner. I spend a whole lot of time by yourself. That's because you mean. I like to say something right there. That's because you honorary. That's because every time you call somebody, the first thing you do is start talking about yourself. Honey, shut up and say hi. Don't call me and ask me a whole bunch of questions and tell me all your grandiose ideas. I don't want to talk to you no more. Hang up, right? Things are mutual. You got to learn how to express yourself and be expressed too. Uh, in order to be a friend, you must first show yourself friendly. You judgmental, you bitter, you angry. And that's why you don't have no friends. It's not because you're a loner. <laughs> I'm so petty. Um, th- there are certain things that transpire in our lives that make us who we are. Right. But that's why we go through all these steps day after day, um, morning after morning, uh, evening session after evening session to give you um, action, to give you access, to give you full operation of moving out of the places of brokenness that you've lived in, learning how to discipline yourself to say, okay, maybe it's not them, perhaps it's me. (laughs) If you got a high rate of attrition, if people are coming in and out of your life, can I tell you something? Let me help you out. It's you. It's not them. If everybody want to fight you, if everything, listen, it's, it's not them. It's you. Now, that's not always the case when it comes to spiritual things, but when it comes to just personal day-to-day interaction, sometimes it takes a level of discipline in order to say, well, maybe I'm the problem. If all of your outcomes are the same, if all of your experiences convey or express to you that perhaps it's you that's the problem, Go ahead and be willing to do the work. No judgment. I've been there. Everybody else that's done the work to mature, to grow, to um, increase in stature and in favor, right? Even Jesus grew in in, uh, grace and in favor. Right, so my prayer for you this morning is that you begin to give uh, Holy Spirit access to the dark parts of your heart, the parts that um, you've ignored, the parts that you've not done the work to heal, the parts that you've not given yourself permission to expose, not even to yourself. But ask him to show you the dark parts of your heart and to use the truth of the word of God to light up every dark place so that you can get to a place of freedom. So that you can experience that fullness that I'm talking about, like that joy that is immeasurable, that joy uh, that you can't really even explain. All I can tell you is it's dope here, <laughs> right? It doesn't it doesn't feel good getting to it, um, but now my goal is to consistently live here, to abide in this level of discipline, to abide in this level of self-control um, to the full measure. So that being said, um, I've gone extra long, 
it's okay. <laughs> um, there may be somebody that joined the call a little bit late. As always, I will acquiesce to the men first. Um, then after the men, I'll go ahead and open up the, the line for those that may have just joined the call for the first time today, or perhaps you've been on the call for quite some time and you've just never said good morning. So in that order, if there are any men that would like to say good morning, uh, the, the call is open. All right, because I know we got our working folks. That's fine. Is, is there anyone that may have joined the call um, and you've, you've never said good morning or you've never spoken? You want to say good morning? All right, and if not, we'll Ali Ali Oxen free it. Let's do it. Great. Good morning. This good morning, Yvette. Hey, Eric, good morning. Who else? Yvette, good morning. Hey, Yvette, good morning. Juanita, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning. Shirley. Hey, Shirley, good morning. Hey, girl, hey, good morning. Hey, girl, hey. It's Liberty, good morning. Hey, Liberated, good morning. Good morning, morning is Diane. Uh-oh, who? I'm sorry. Diane. Hey, Lady D. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Lady D. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Krishanda. Good today. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was that? Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning. And that was Brianna. Good morning. Hey, Brianna. Good morning. And who else? Never it's again. Good morning. good morning. Hey, never again. Hey, Lise. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. It's Moxie. Hey, Mox. Good morning, sis. Good morning, Dion and family. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, it's Patience. Hey, Patience. Good morning. What's up, Lucky? Hey, good morning. It's <laughs> Hey, Jacqueline, good morning. Good morning, Sanaje. Hey, Sanaje, good morning. Good morning, it's Mary Mary. <laughs> good morning, Mary Mary. Good morning, God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else before we walk into love, life, and victory? Good morning. Yeah. Hello, Melody. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was thirteen folks talking. Who 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 and who? Melody. Good morning. Hey, good morning. 
Good morning, Dion. It's me, Mary. Hey, me, Mary. Good morning. All right, y'all. Let, let's go at it. Let's let's talk about it. Self control and discipline. I'll jump in this morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, so relevant to my life right now and really some past experiences also on setting alarms, setting boundaries, being the intercessor that has to get up at 4 a.m. So yours was right. at 5, so he gave you an extra hour. <laughs> and, you know, in that, it developed something that um, is far beyond what I could still even fathom when people recently have come up to me, and I know it's a God thing, and they said, do you train prophetic intercessors? And that word had just been given to me not even 24 hours prior to. And so in that, I just see God in the midst of it. And then setting boundaries for myself, you know, to um, to self-discipline, to get healed, in some areas that yet is still deep. Mm-hmm. But praise be to God who always causes us to triumph, that he is yet uprooting that thing as I yet speak. Hallelujah. And so in that, never knew. Well, I won't say I never knew. I, I, I related to it and then probably kept pushing it down. That's why it ended up being so deep. And I'm just going to speak it out so we can get healed, amen, (laughs) of um, abandonment, abandonment, Mm, abandonment. Very good, very good, very good. Yeah, so in that, that, God is yet healing. And people that thought they was close to you hear me and thought they Mm. knew you, but no one recognized it. So how can you say Mm. you walk close with me? but you didn't recognize it. Mm-hmm. And so in that, they now I'm questioning because I pulled back for myself, though, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that I wouldn't be detrimental to them so that mm-hmm. I could heal. And so they're like, you okay? I am fine because of my God will not mm-hmm. leave me in that place. And so I know that's not just for me, but whoever else is struggling but whatever, be free today. Talk about it so that you can get healed and so mm-hmm. that he can come in quickly and uproot that thing. See, man mm-hmm. might say it's super deep, and but God will uproot it suddenly. So I love you, sister, mm-hmm. for the word today. <laughs> love you too, babe. That's good stuff. Listen, those are the two hardest things to overcome, rejection and abandonment. They are very, very, very yep. hard vices. Yep. But I am overcome. I decree and declare that. Hallelujah. And I'm in a full agreement with you. You you shall. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, did, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-mm. Let's get an order real quick. Who else was that? <laughs> This is Sabrina. It was Juanita. Okay, so go Sabrina and Juanita. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, everybody. Um, good morning, Dion. Um, good morning. You know me. My, I'm a big crybaby. 
I just want to say thank you for your declaration. And I thank God for being able to tap back in and touch those so much. What I'm actually dealing with right now, self-discipline. I know what I'm supposed to do, but don't do it. The doctor tell you, you can't eat this, you can't do that. And when you said how, you know, when you eat stuff and you know it turned into sugar and you be dizzy and stuff like that, that's what I'm dealing with right now. And so I, I just want to just say thank you. And I appreciate you and everybody on this call because I know I need help and that I cannot do this alone. All I want to do is both. I need some people to call me on my stuff. You know, and tell me, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. And I have to sit and listen to what they're saying mm -hmm. because they're telling me the truth. What they're saying, well, you know, they're they're looking at me, you know, like my mom, you know, you not you haven't been doing this, you're not, you know, my head wants to say, Mom, I'm 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 grown. <laughs> yeah, you grown, Sabrina. <laughs> But you need to be disciplined. You never get too mm -hmm. old. So listen mm -hmm. and learn. And, you know, so I just want to say thank you for that. Appreciate you and have a blessed day, everybody. You too, babe. You too. Swanita. Amen. Good morning. Um, morning. I kind of came in. <laughs> kind of came in a little late. And but on time, <laughs> so um, thank you for your declaration. Because as you were speaking, when I got on the call, um, I was getting ready to go to the gym because I said last night that I'm gonna make a decision just to go in the morning because I don't never make it because I'll end up getting busy or something during the day, and then I keep saying I'm going to the gym, I'm going to the gym, I'm going to the gym, never make it to the gym. And it goes on days and days when I'm still working um, to get the full range of motion in my knee. Um, you know, I may do a little bit around the house, but not a lot. You know, some of the things that I do need, I do need to be, um, that I don't have here, equipment and stuff like that, that I can go to the gym and work out. But anyway, um, I used to get annoyed with my husband because, he set timers for everything. And timer, the, the, his alarm is always going off, you know. Even it'd be 10 minutes or 15 minutes, he would still set an alarm. So I'm going to sit myself 15 more minutes, then I'm going to do this. And I'd be like, you know, and I used to get annoyed. But when you were talking, it is. It's, that's discipline. Um, I don't have it. Um, I'm, I will <laughs> do better. Um, and um, even with the eating, you know, just, you know, I like what I like and, and I know what's not good for me, but, you know, I, I'm still struggling with that. Um, but, yeah, that has to – I just thank you for your decoration because you was all over me. Well, just from that little time I did uh, chime in. But I um, – I just uh, want to say thank you. You know, I'm 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 getting some help, and I'm I'm gonna do better <laughs> with that self discipline. Thank you. Amen. 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 Amen
Amen. Listen, I'm going to say it like this. Okay, do it then. <laughs> hmm. Anybody else? Uh huh. So, um, sorry, I'm breathing hard. I'm on the stand after. But um, <laughs> I, um, well, you looking good, honey. I just told I just told your auntie. I said, honey, uh, she looking fireish over there. They over there getting it in. We are in all the ways. Um, so I think that it's important for us to understand that it takes discipline to be disciplined. Um, and we don't give ourselves enough credit for the amount of power that we possess to actually execute um, the necessary discipline. And so for um, us as a culture, I'll say as black people, we have a tendency to lean more on trauma. And what I mean by that is we'll live through traumatic experiences and then use them as a clutch to not discipline ourselves and to say things like, well, this happened to me, so I can't do blah, 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 blah. But I'm struggling because of this. Well, it's okay to struggle. But give the issue to God and allow him to lead us and guide us to the area in which he desires us to be disciplined. So that's all I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Very, very, very true. It, it, and at the end of the day, y'all, if, if we don't know anything else, listen, discipline takes discipline. You got to make a decision in your mind and you got to make a commitment to that decision. There can't be a middle ground. You you gotta excuse me, I'm sorry, you gotta stick to it. But it's a decision. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, this is Georgia. Um hey. I just want good morning. I just want to say thank you for your declaration. Um it, it everything for me is coming full circle because I know when I first uh, met you, I was telling you, you know, I felt stuck. I do not feel stuck anymore. I've made, I've unlocked a couple levels, and and, and thank God for that. However, when you were talking about, um, you know, how you schedule out your time on your calendar, like if it's not on the calendar, then you're not doing it. And mm-hmm. with with my art business and with my um, with my nonprofit, I definitely have become a lot more disciplined in that area, and I know I have because this is the first year that I ever bought um, one of those planner journals from, like, Ross, and I'm actually still using it seven months later. <laughs> so nice. I know, I know that I'm getting uh, – I'm growing in that area, but when you talked about actually putting everything on the calendar, I mean, in, in my mind, I was thinking, like, it's time of day from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed to unlock another level for myself. And that will take a, a, a substantial amount of discipline on my part because I'm such a spontaneous personality. I like spontaneity, but there are certain areas, um, especially when it comes to that nonprofit in my art business, that I cannot, I cannot operate that way anymore. So I thank you for sharing that. It's very true. If you want it to grow, there has to be discipline around it. Period. Hey, Dion. Hey, hey, sis. I appreciate you. I appreciate you um, being an instrument of uh, that God has um, helped me to to do the dig, start doing the dig. And um, I think that was um, Lavinia earlier 
that talk about talked about abandonment and rejection and stuff. And I thank God for the healing that is taking place. That even um, it's like digging a digging um digging a hole, and the more you dig, the more you need to dig to get to what you're going to plant or what you're putting there. So I I, I really 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 appreciate it. Um, it it is a work and it's not an easy work and it's but I thank God for Him giving me the ability to commit to myself and my own right. mind and to realize not only am I committing to myself, but there are people that are waiting and that are looking and are listening and they want to be healed and God has given me placed in me what they need. So I got to keep working. Mhm. Past it's my cool. laziness. Past, past the fact that I like a I like a good old um honey bun every now and then. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that honey bun ain't doing me no good. That honey bun no is good. a thief. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you. I love you. I'm going back on mute. Love you more. Yeah, anybody else? Yeah, this is Shirley. Oh, hey. one I want to, I want hi. I want to say thank you for, for this month discipline because I, I learned so much what the word really means. Um, it, at, at the end of the day, it's allowing me to be, I'm being free for a lot of things that I know, that kept me bound. So I, I really love the, the, um, the lessons that I'm learning from it because. Mm-hmm. It's growing me to come out of me. I'm coming out of me with discipline. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. I'm sorry. I thought you had had more. Hey, Amen. Good morning. I hear somebody else trying to jump in. This is Jacqueline. Um, hey. Two, two things. Dion, you bring out the gangster in people. I'm over here like, yeah, you need to, okay. <laughs> like, oh, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is sure. Uh, this is sure again. I got disconnected. Oh, okay. Oh, this so hold, hold on, hold on one second, Jacqueline. Let let Shirley finish. I I thought you okay. I thought you stopped talking. Go ahead, Shirley. No, it's happened a couple times, but that's how the enemy wants to do it. But um, he's not getting that type of satisfaction. Anyway, but I wanted to let you know the consistency. People will take you more serious. When you are consistent, why? Because they can rely on you. When they see a pattern in you, they know that they can come to you because they know because your consistency is your behavior. It changes the way you think now, more mature, the manifestation that starts taking place. So thank you for doing that because there's been times I did not want to do it on Wednesdays and stuff. And there was times that I didn't feel well, but I was so glad because of the consistency I end up dead feeling better. So sometimes even through our discomfort, there is comfort at the end at the at the end of the day. Um, what I wanted to share was that, you know, we started doing this Thursday workout and this week will be a year that we've been doing it and doing it. And God now has opened up a door where the apartment complex is allowing me now to see if anybody else wants to work out. So God has opened up a door for now a second day. But that took consistency, that took perseverance, that took days I didn't want to work out for a whole year. I did that. And so I just want to say thank you for reminding me why there is uh, something at the end of it. God's not going to give us a, a, a challenge, 
uh, just for it to fail. So I just wanted to share that. Awesome. That's, but that, that you said a whole bunch, um, Shirley, in that when people see that you are dependable, when people see that you are consistent, consistent, that goes right to that, um, that reputation thing I was talking about, right? I don't want to be known for being the one that's not coming. Uh, that, you know, uh, girl, she lying. She ain't showing up. I have a, a couple of friends who will be like, I'll see you there. I'll be like, honey, she was lying when she said it. She ain't coming. <laughs> Very good. Thank you for sharing that, Miss Shirley. <laughs> Go ahead, Jacqueline. Um, I want to share a couple of really quick things. One of them, I'm going to give us the scripture because if I don't, if you don't remember anything else, um, Sabrina, I think, but this is for all of us, but I want to offer this to us. Deuteronomy 30 and 19, and I want you all to think about your security cameras, ring camera, whoever you use that we have, that we place on something valuable so we'll know, you know, what's happening. But the scripture says, today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that mm. you would choose life so that you and your descendants may live. Whenever I hear that scripture, it's one my pastor, he has referenced, I mean, multiple times. I think he even says it's his favorite scripture. But when the Lord says, I have called heaven and earth to be my witnesses to record. So heaven and earth literally are recording our choices daily. And I cannot get away from Coach D's comments to us about let your kitchen be your pharmacy and not your graveyard. So when, mm-hmm. or your grave, either way, either way, right? So when we look at life, life is the pharmacy and death is going to be the graveyard. Thinking about the show, my, my 600 pound life, I would always think mm-hmm. like, you don't get, you don't live like that without somebody giving it to you. So for us, mm-hmm. it might not be weight. It might be, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. And that's just the honest thing. We got to look in the mirror. We can get a coach. We can get an accountability partner, but it's always true that this wasn't good for us. It was always true that this was better for us. And yesterday I was sharing, um, you know, we've had people in our life that have had serious, serious, I mean, beyond, not that you're the only one on the call, but when my nephew had cancer, there were things that we, that we changed because of what he couldn't eat. And then it's like, well, why was it good to introduce it to your body? It was never good then. So we don't want to get to a place where, no, 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 because I'm around him and he can't have it. So I'm going to eat right. We, it's while we can choose to eat differently, the heaven or the recorder has not stopped. And God is mm-hmm. saying to us, I would that you choose life. So it's up to us. It's up to us. And then to lighten mm-hmm. it up a little bit, when you talked about um, when you answer the phone and say, say hi, stop going into all of your, your issues and stuff. Just say hello, that people who are, um, are I guess, are that, are that way, I, thinking about escape rooms and um, haunted houses like child you don't need to play pay money to go be scared take a look at your heart that'll scare you and get yourself together save yourself the money mm-hmm. don't go there where it's all spooky you carry that stuff around with you deal with that heal that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be better and be better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good jack very very true um very very real i've i've ended relationships because every time every time you call me you just gonna start talking about your problem no you don't get to do that at least say hello to me. At you least don't just say call hello. me and tell me what's horrible. Shall buy. Yeah. Not a garbage yeah. can. Or tell me your grand idea. You say hello and ask me how my day going. How you, you doing, know, girl? We, yeah. Yeah, we we'll get to that, but come on now. That's super selfish and narcissistic in nature. Think about that. 
Mm-hmm. I want to give you all <laughs> one more. I'm thought about timers, 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 timers. They work um, in 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 the manufacturing environment. Things are made within 55 seconds with five seconds to rest. 55 seconds with five seconds to rest. So if you think about any of the automobiles that you can see on the road, they're being made somewhere, and there's team members all along the assembly line, the robotic processes, and they have 55 seconds to complete their work on average. 55 seconds. And when mm. I tell y'all money is on the line, when the line stops, you talk about five minutes, seem like, honey, you can't do nothing in five minutes. But the accumulative total of these men is each person in their station. At some point, the last station off the line is where these $50,000, $100,000, $120,000 vehicles are rolling off the line. So supervisors go crazy wow. when the line is down. When the timer stops, it's money on the line. So timers are very beneficial for our life and our productivity. It works. Mm. Wow. 55 seconds, Jacqueline? Five, five, ma'am. Wow. Serious business. Wow. Wow. Heavy. Anybody else? Good morning. Um, Oh, my God. I know I didn't. Good morning, hon. Good morning. And I'm just asking to pray for me. Um, Gloria mentioned about the honey buns. (laughs) But, Dion, I have in my closet, I have two big, big bags of word is original. The salt, salt, caramel ones. I'm down to 18 petite because I'm short. 
and this is in less than a year's time. And I knew I didn't do it the right way. When I lost that I wasn't trying to lose, I lost it because I was eating that candy. Mm-hmm. And it was doing was sending up my sugar. Mm-hmm. And I do believe it was messing with my blood pressure. Mm-hmm. It is every, true. Every once in a while, I slack up. But I mean, every once in a long while. Well, let me let me say this, Mother, For and, and this is not just for her. This is really for anybody. Anything that you know is not serving you is not about the thing. It's how you feel about it. It is always based on a decision, um, and especially when it comes to sugar. Uh, even physicians everywhere will tell you that sugar is poison. It's not how you feel about the sugar. It's how you feel about what you believe you deserve. Remember I said you don't get what you want. You get what you believe you deserve. And for most of us, depending on what type of atmosphere we grew up in, what type of environment, what type of influences we've uh, been exposed to as individuals, 90% of the time we don't feel like we deserve more. We don't feel like we deserve better. And we give ourselves what we believe we deserve, right? Uh, I know it's killing me, but, I'm a, you know, it's like smoking crack, mm-hmm. right? Um after a while, you you start telling yourself, well, I'm a dope fiend, right? After a while, you start telling yourself, well, don't nobody care no way, so I ain't going to care neither, right? So what you have to understand is that habits begin in our mind before they ever manifest in our lives. It goes right back to January's teaching, seed, time, and harvest. Planting is not always about seed. Planting sometimes is about, for real, words. Our words fuel our lives. The more you tell yourself, this is awful, that's awful, I'm awful, so I deserve what's awful, the more you experience, that's awful, right? Discipline and self-control have more to do with your mind than they ever do with what you physically do with your hands, with your bank account, or with your uh, plate, or with your friends. It has everything to do with what comes out of your mouth starts to show up in your life. I am healthy and well. I make good choices concerning my diet. I make good financial decisions based on the outcomes I expect. You start to tell yourself the right things, guess what happens? Your brain starts to believe them. It goes right back to that book that I talked about, The Miracle of Water. If water will make an ugly formation when frozen, how do you feel like your spirit, which is nine, your body, which is uh 70% water, it responds to your words. Literally, it resp- your body responds to what you say. Honey, I am wealthy beyond measure. I am the righteousness of God. I live a disciplined and sustainable life based on making excellent decisions. My decisions are the reason that my life thrives. Money flows to me naturally and easily. Those are my confessions today. I don't care what I see, but now I believe I deserve them because as long as I'm in position, 
as it relates to seed time and harvest, having developed a relationship with the Holy Spirit, going through the mental process of deliverance, changing my mindset, now implementing and instituting self-control, self-discipline behaviors is walking me directly into purpose. Everything that I'm doing now, once upon a time, it was just written down on a piece of paper in my imagination. Now I get to walk in it because I believe I'm supposed to. If you want to live, believe you're supposed to live. You believe you're supposed to live because you know you have a greater work to do, that it's not just about you living. There's so much more, and you got to start using your mouth to say, listen, there's more to life than this little bitty mediocre stuff I've been doing. It's a decision, and your words fuel the decisions that you make. Amen. Enough. Anybody else? Hey, that's me. Hey, me. What's happening? (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. You know. I am a lover of food. I will travel to different states just to eat. And I had to discipline myself to not just eat everything all day. Like I was eating meat for breakfast, meat for lunch, meat for dinner. And then later on I eat, you know, you have your midnight snack. And I I said, no, I said, I had to speak to myself. And that's why I thank God for allowing me to... Sorry about that. Um, I had to just pray about it and just say, listen, and just discipline myself and just, you know, um, just just eat in, in moderation. Because I was eating all day just because I could. I'm retired. I'm drinking wine. I'm eating. I'm just partying. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And like I said um, earlier in another um, testimony I was talking about, my I was so bloated. Like I couldn't even walk drinking so much wine and then I'm a lover of lemonade and all that sugar and I just I couldn't even I couldn't even walk. I was just stuck. And so I'm I'm glad today like I can I can um I don't I eat meat at least once a day now. You know, I'm I'm training myself. You don't need all that. Just because you got the money you can buy anything you want. You don't need it. And so now I feel liberated. You know, I'm 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 happy. I'm I'm moving. You know, I'm dancing again and all that. I was stuck for a long time. And people can see it because I'm all on, you know, they say Facebook is fake, but yeah, I look good on Facebook sometimes. But at home, I was suffering, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now I'm good. You know, I'm, I lost a little weight and, and I don't need all that food. You know, I could, I'm eating right. I'm eating moderation. Kyle is making a smoothies now, you know. Um, um, I'm drinking lemonade once once a week now. I got my days picked out. You know, I'm eating meat like once, you know, like once a day now. Then I'm, you know, eating, um, doing my smoothies and all that stuff. But I was a mess, a hot mess. And so I'm grateful. And one other thing, I'm grateful. A lot of things that I prayed for. Um, I remember back in November, December, um, struggling with um, with saving. I had to really just go in, like I'm 56 years old, and I should have more money than this. Where's my money going? I'm a, I'm a giver. And when people come and have needs, let me just say this real quick. A lady called me. I, she got my number. She said off of Facebook. And she called me. She said, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. 
you know, um, um, I, I'm, I'm, me and my kids are here, and we don't have a place to stay, and we're hungry, and all of blah, blah, blah. And you know what? The first thing I was going to do, okay, what's your cash up? I'm about to send you some money. And I said, wait, 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 wait. So I said, okay, so have you been, I asked her, did you go to the uh, the social service? You know, um, I got to ask her questions. How did you get my number? All these questions. And then I asked her, I said, I said well, okay, so where are you located? And then that's when all the communication stopped. And, and, my, and Tiffany said, Mom, there's so many scammers out here. You don't know who is real and who is fake. Mm-hmm. And I just, and, and so that, that old me would have sent her some money, but then I had to think about it. So I'm just a natural born giver. So I, I thank God that today I can, I'm saving and I can, you know, I'm giving, uh, I'm giving to, I'm, I'm planting seeds where I know the money is being used for the right causes. I thank God that I'm still a giver, but I'm a little smarter than I used to be. And I thank God that I now, you know, and disciplining myself not to eat just everything just because I got it. I, I can easily go to the restaurant and spend three hundred dollars on food, like a fool. When I yeah, got uh-uh, ain't food. nobody doing all of that. <laughs> I, I mean, I used to do that. Like, I mean, you I know, that's it, crazy. You know, I and it. I, I would travel to another state just to eat. So I'm glad. I thank God for the secret prayers that I've prayed, and He's answering them. And I thank God that my body is not so heavy, full of wine and lemonade. Right, that part. Amen. Thanks for sharing. Me. Hi, good morning. Hear me, me. Hey, good morning. Hi. I would like to share. Okay. Okay. My name is Tammy. Hi, Tammy. How are you? Amazing. That's awesome. Sometimes people call me Tanya, too. <laughs> please, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I know somebody. She's so annoying. Somebody just so, uh, uh, I, already, I already knew. Huh? I, already, I already knew. I already knew who Tammy was, honey. We've been over here laughing at Tammy all week. I called her the other day and said, "Hey, Tammy, <laughs> you play." I had much. a whole meltdown too. Anyway, I wanted to say this to Great Share this morning. First of all, um, and Mother Mother Robinson prayed her heart down this morning. Didn't, didn't she? she pray? Didn't she do it? Glad she did. Our heart glad this morning on this morning. <laughs> But you know what, you guys? What I what I as I listened to some of your comments, and they were they're great comments, and some of you were just really vulnerable about speaking your truth. I just wanted to offer a little bit of encouragement to um, some people that are trying to figure out like where do I start? I have this particular thing going on, and you know I want to be better. I want to do better. I want to get healthier. Or I want to be more you know, a better steward over my funds or a better, whatever it is better is for you. I want to suggest that you not try to take on too much at one time. Ruth Ruth made the analogy for us. So if you are a person that consumes a lot, I don't know, you know, consumes a lot of something or you you buy, you go online and you, you are at Amazon's you know, they know you by name. Every single suggestion they send your way, you know, you're buying it because, you know, in your mind, you've told your mind it's a good deal. Um, Rather than, um, you know, start scaling back. That's where you can start. And, And if you have five things, for example, that you're struggling with, so like maybe it's eating, maybe it's, you know, um, some type of, um, you know, spending or, you know, how you mismanage time. I don't know, whatever. It's five different things that are going on. 
my suggestion is that you make an objective to get a handle on one of those five first. Because what you're going to do is you're going to psych yourself out. Like it's going to give you bragging rights. It's going to, you're going to be able to say to yourself, okay, I got a handle on that. Now let me go ahead and try this next thing, right? And so you don't do it all at one time. That's like, that's like cold turkey. You're going to go into shock. And then you're going to overindulge in what you didn't do and, and then beat yourself up. So if you were eating five Krispy Kreme donuts a day, or let's just say five Krispy Kreme donuts a week. Start off with four Krispy Kreme donuts. Put it on the calendar. I had four, you know, this week. Then maybe the next two weeks, drop it down to three. And then the next, then the, then the next, you know, week, drop it down to two. So you do things gradually. Like just on, just like certain medications, if you start it, you can't once you once you started like prednisone is any type of prednisone or steroid you got it they have to gradually take you off so so start to implement the discipline gradually because you didn't get to where you are overnight it didn't just happen you gradually got there for some of us it was a faster pace for some of us it was a slower but i'm i'm saying that um because if if we take on too much we may feel defeated unless you're super aggressive and you're, you know, you, you're, you know, you, whatever, right? But if you were, you probably wouldn't be in the position of trying to cut things down. So I hope this makes sense and I hope it helps somebody have a starting point. Like, where do I start? Um, and guess what? You're probably going to blow it. That's okay. You start again the next day, but you can't keep blowing it every day. Now that's being habitual, right? So I hope this helps somebody um, to, to, to start your journey and write it down. You don't have to be a journaler. If you have a, just a regular wall calendar, you know, you can write off, okay, um, I, I have, I have um, mark it off on your calendar. No donut today. You know, and then you can make it a game with yourself. All right, I'm going to do it two days this time, right? So anyway, that's it. I hope that helps somebody. Yep, that that was super good. That that's um so Tanya says something that that I for real like have implemented in order even to get better when when I still struggled with punctuality, right? So today I, I'm not I'm not going to show up late. That's, you know, if if I show up late, it's either a technology issue or something I just could not avoid. But I make plans to arrive early as opposed to on time, right? So for me now, on time is late. Like I be pressed. I didn't used to be pressed. (laughs) And some things I show up late for intentionally. So I'm not late in my mind, but I I went a, at a different time for a reason. But outside of that, like things, obligations, appointments, things of that nature, I'm not I'm not a late shower upper. That's not my intent. Um, but before I got to that point where time was even relevant to me, I had to go through some things to get there. Important to me. But I created a game with Tanya Nadine Alexander. I meant I was trying to beat her everywhere we went. And so after a while, I would show up and be like, aha, I beat you, and we would fall out laughing. That's literally how I changed my habit of being late, which is why, again, I go back to you have to have people around you that expect more of you. 
You have to have people around you that are um, more interested in seeing you win than not. Right? It's important. It's really important. Amen. It's almost 8 o'clock. Hey, go ahead. Real quick on that note, as, as my friend, I noticed the change, and so I celebrated her. I would say things, and we made it. It was we made a game out of it. Now I didn't really know she was. That was what she was doing to work on, you know, her tardiness. But like I acknowledged, oh my God, you beat me, or you know, something along the lines, um, you know, that was comical. We never make a real big deal out of it. And as her friend, it irritated me to no end that she was consistently late. But I was patient. I knew it was an area where she needed to. And when she started to recognize it, I celebrated that. And so when we met last Friday, um, she was parked in her car. And I think I might have got there maybe 10 minutes early. I don't know, maybe five. And Dion was already parked. And I was like, oh, my God, you're here. <laughs> really, really good. I'm proud of you, sis. I'm so proud of you. You've come a long a long, <laughs> long way, child, honey, especially with that be on time thing. I used to be like, honey, I don't care. But in order to respect people to value my time, I have to first value the time of others and value my time as well. So those small adjustments make a very big difference in your habits and how you show up, in your reputation and how you are perceived, in the responsibilities that we get. Because, see, most of the time, time is not about us. It's it's about future assignment. But you will never be ready for the future assignment if you don't make those small adjustments. Hey, Dion. Yes? I just want to say, Tanya, not Tanya, the disclaimer since we didn't get a chance to celebrate you, I want to say happy birthday to you. I love you. <laughs> so, so here's another disclaimer. We did that early because I'm leaving to go out of town tomorrow, um, not by choice. Um, we had a death in our family, so I'm leaving. I'm sorry, I'm leaving today. The funeral is tomorrow, my birthday. Right. So I am accepting invitations. Listen, I will celebrate all year long. So um, I'm going to hold you to that when I get back. Um, Let's all go to lunch. We can definitely go to lunch, honey. We can definitely go to lunch. No problem. I will definitely be there. Let me know so I can show up 30 minutes early because I'm always 30 minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. More safe travels Nice, nice, nice. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Well, I pray that something was said on today that encouraged you, that inspired you, that has um, pushed you to a place where you'd like to do some things different so that you can experience some different things. 
Honey, why not? Set you some alarms. Fast today, maybe for the first time ever. Um, have a different expectation. Make sure that you're planting good seeds with the expectation of a great outcome. Make sure that you're building relationship with Holy Spirit and not just the ritual of church or routine of Bible study or praise and worship or uh, choir rehearsal. Make sure that you are operating from a place of being delivered, uh, using language that shifts and, and garners a mindset that is expectant of a win, only to live from a place of discipline and self-control because we are on our way to purpose. Listen, I love you. I promise God loves you more. For those of you that are fasting, I'll meet you right back here at 5 p.m. Otherwise, it is Archer Circle Night. Gloria will meet you. And we have an announcement. There is a ministry being born. And I'm super duper excited about it. Um, purpose in, uh-oh, hold on, Gloria. I'm going to say it. You don't say nothing. What is it called? Um, Archer Circle is going to um, shift in in the immediate future. And Glorious Gloria, um, who has been consistent, who has operated in discipline and self-control, is actually birthing um, position in purpose. I am honored to announce uh, she she said I was putting her out. I said, girl, ain't nobody putting you out. We pushing you in. <laughs> she is moving into her purpose as we walk into the month of purpose. I am beyond proud. So for those of you that have been part of the Archer Circle, um, you guys will be transitioning into positioned in purpose uh, with glorious Gloria Hicks. Uh, she is uh, finna grow up. How about that? In all areas, she has been an amazing steward of the Archer Circle. Glorious, I thank you. And that will be moving more into um, a millennial ministry or uh, for our younger women um, who are going and growing. And Christina will be spearheading that. So I'm excited. Um, I'm very, very proud. Um, the same way that you did Archer Circle, nothing is different. She's going to maintain um, the order of Melchizedek, um, but just from a different vein. You know, at some point, the goal here is for whatever is in you to be manifested, mm -hmm. and we we are excited about what that looks like. Was were you about to say something, Cher? Okay. All right. That being said, you guys have a wonderful day. I'll hear you back here at five p.m. Bye, guys. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Love you all. Have a good day. Have a good day. Have a great day, disciplined and self-controlled. Amen. Blessings on your day.